What's up, people? Welcome back to the Kickoff Sessions podcast, hosted by me, Darren Lee. And on this episode, and actually the next episode, I want to do a two-part series. Now, I've been doing a lot of research recently, a lot of like looking around at different business ideas, different approaches, my kind of a view on the economy and recovery as a whole, and really just kind of the steps that we can take to put in place towards uh, starting a side business. So today I want to talk about three rational reasons to start a side business and the continuation episode of this will be 10 different business ideas which you can start pretty much right now that are frictionless, low cost, require very little upfront, um, you know, I don't know, cash, investment and again it has low barriers to entry. So today, as I mentioned, I want to go through rational reasons to start a business right now. Now, against you may think it's slightly clickbait title, I don't know. It's not going to be telling you about, you know, <laughs> how to be super motivated and how this is your time to seize the opportunity. None of that. There's none of that going to be involved, right? Or I'm not going to say there's no better time to start something rather than now because history will tell you that there is several bad times to start something. For instance, when COVID hit, it wasn't really a good time to start an indoor restaurant that doesn't do delivery, or it wasn't a good idea to start a, a travel business or a travel company. Similarly, selling a product that you source your products exclusively from Asia with broken supply chains wasn't a good idea either. Timing is quite important in life in general, and especially when you're coming to start something on the side. So if you're working your regular job or if it's during COVID and you've struggled to found work, you're looking to generate a small bit of an income. I'm not talking big dollar bucks at the moment. I'm just talking, you know, maybe 100, 200 quid a month. It all kind of adds up and it all contributes. My goal for here is to put you on some sort of right track so that if you did start something, which one of them I'll recommend um, as we go through, if you were to generate 100 quid a month um, over the course of a year, it's 1,200 quid that when COVID's over, you can do something nice. You can go to Ibiza, get your all your festival tickets, get your accommodation, get your flights. Know that you know that you did something meaningful along the way. However, back on the topic of this, okay, finding the right topic and finding the right business idea is very difficult. It's always quite difficult, but especially over the last, last year. So when I'm comparing 2020 to 2021, I found it quite different because... The parameters have changed, the elements have changed, and with that, it is a bit easier now to forecast where things are going, okay? So even myself, when lockdown came in last March, funnily enough, I was actually in Thailand, and I came back at the end of March, and I remember I came back, and I was like, okay, this is the time I'm going to start something. This is going to the time I'm going to start selling a product, offering a service. This is a good opportunity, but I couldn't necessarily find where that opportunity was because a lot of the things we used to leverage before, like supply chains, like manufacturing, like services, weren't necessarily available to us. And with that then, made it a little bit more difficult to plan and to put a structure in place. Let me give you an example. If you were to sell, I don't know, face masks, and even though there's a high markup on them, and you were to get them from Asia, you couldn't necessarily get them in to import them, or to even use uh, Amazon FBA, which is where someone where you warehouse the product you know, offshore in somewhere like um, Central Asia, you couldn't even necessarily do that because a lot of the systems in place were quite broken. As the year progressed, you know, closures came up. We didn't anticipate additional closures. Like the initial lockdown was only meant to be like six weeks and then this got expanded and extended and extended. 
as well as restrictions and harsher lockdown measures. So it was difficult to see the opportunity within that. Now you can have this you know, reflective mode and go, oh, okay, you know, in 2020, it would have been a good idea to just invest everything. You know, if you look at financial markets, it's easy to say now that if you put your cash in there in March and you let it, you let it right till um, December, you're looking at 20%, 30% return. That's easy to say in hindsight. But when you're in the middle and you're in the middle of the shit and everything's coming against you and you're trying to get up to speed at working at home or if you've just lost your job, it's difficult to see this in the middle of it, okay? But that's just my retrospective look at 2020 and now I'm looking towards 2021 and providing these reasons. So let's get straight into it. These are the actual reasons which I think is the best thing to start right now. Number one is a time horizon. Time horizon refers to how long we can project for in the future and know that things will stay somewhat consistent in what we're going to do. If you look at the next three months, six months, nine months and 12 months, what is really going to change in terms of your daily schedule? If you are working from home, you will continue to work from home. If you are unemployed and you've just lost your job because of COVID, chances are for the next couple of weeks, couple of months anyway, that will remain the same. So you can anticipate these factors coming down the road. You know the exact story from now. You know what your daily schedule is. If you're working from your bedroom, if you're working from the kitchen table, you can essentially know that this is going to be your kind of future for the next couple of months. With this allows us to have a little bit more definite. It has more definite around the timelines, around the time frames that we can build around. If you've been considering starting something on the side, it doesn't matter what it is, product, service, podcast, blog, anything, even just picking up a book and <laughs> just trying something different. Maybe not a book, it's not that profitable, but if you are trying to do something on the side, you can now project and plan this time ahead and look at six months and think, okay, I'm going to have this time. I'm going to have the weekends, the mornings, the evenings to put this time into this to try get the return I want. Even if it's just building the platform, you have this ability now because of the fact that we can plan the time. Whereas, you know, a couple of months ago, it was like, okay, we're going to go back to the office. No, we're not going back to the office. Okay, we are. Whereas now, I think people have just come to the realization that we're not going back to the office for quite some time. Therefore, we can plan this. With the time horizon as well, you can account for anomalies that will pop up, outliers in behavior generally. Because usually that would be, you know, your holidays, your traveling, your going out, your birthday expenditure, your, as I like to call it, your 4 a.m. Saturday night expenditure. So it's quite difficult. You might have things to throw you off your regular pattern. Whereas for now, we are all locked inside. The weather is so poor in Ireland. If you're in the UK, if you're in the US, it's quite similar. It's not exactly like you have this uh, loads of opportunity to go do different things. So our focus is a lot more narrower on the, on the next 6 to 12 months. And with this, with your idea that you have come up with your address at the moment, or if you're still considering different options, which I said I'll discuss in my next podcast tomorrow, then with this, you'll be able to have adequate time to put this effort in. Whereas before, if you're in an office, man, when you get up at 7 o'clock in the morning, you get back at 6, 7 p.m. in the evening, the last thing you want to do is hop on one of these freelance websites or one of these, uh, I don't know, even like um, an e-commerce store because you just don't necessarily have the time or the energy to do it. Whereas now, a lot of this is fixed and is in a rigid structure. So I want to put some numbers on this as, as a whole. So when I look at time horizons, I'm projecting with myself the next six to nine months are going to be pretty much the exact same as they are now. We're going to be in a kind of flow whereby not much is going to be opening up. I can plan effectively. I can plan content if you do create content, if you're the commas content creator. But if you are if you are creating content, 
you can plan um i generally plan between four and six weeks in advance i never let leave myself flat-footed in terms of actually trying to generate quality content over a longer period i think it's quite similar as well if you have a business and you're trying to think of okay what is the best opportunity at the moment a bit of a, a longer period so over nine to twelve months well this is your you know in inverted commas return to normal life apparently with coming down the road this presents another opportunity because you can see with foresight of what's to come around around you know where is the kind of smart money looking at the moment not necessarily in terms of investing i'm just thinking in terms of opportunities that are lying within the market that people aren't really focusing their energy at the moment if you think of mainstream media if you think of what's happening on social media at the moment people are just focusing on vaccines and are just focusing on this and are just focusing on that whereas they're not really thinking about what's coming around the corner and if you and your kind of side business that you've been considering has that little projection like i've seen guys kick off with a pretty cool like a helpful kind of work from home materials which had never existed previously and kind of products and kind of just general kind of um equipment around like that that's good oversight that's good kind of thinking and foresight of um what's come down the road the second point which is very tailored towards 2021 and in terms of pretty much where we've got to at the moment in terms of covid is the minimum capital requirement to get into having a side business or to start something it's very very low cost it's very frictionless and if you have been working you've surely saved up a small nest egg over the last couple of months or last year especially if you've been, if you've been living at home you surely have no excuse to have even a couple of hundred or a thousand euro saved up not even that you'd even need that because you actually wouldn't but just taking it from the saturday night 4am experience you have saved that substantial cash and that can't be worked in any other way so it's either sitting in your current account or you've tried to make it work in other ways right if you haven't been working not to worry that doesn't mean you can't try something on the side if anything this gives you more time so back to my last point of time horizon if you're out of work it's even a better time to start something right now because you have, you're sitting there, you're eating Cheetos and you're watching Breaking Bad or some shit. That's even better. But you may not have the capital that people who are working actually do have. However, again, not to worry. If you're on the COVID payment or some other type of financial scheme, I'm not too actually up to date what the air, but however, you're still able to forecast a financial capability over the next couple of months. Whether it's two to three months and if you're out of work like i heard i don't even know if this is true but in terms of like restrictions and covid and level five lockdown being extended till may for me when i look at that i think okay obviously this is shit as fuck and i really wish i'd go to a nightclub however if i am out of work it's like okay i know i can plan what i need or what i have over the next couple of months from a financial perspective even though it's not much it's enough to get started and focus on starting a low cost product or service especially in the service industry there's no need for aggressive advertising anymore. So if you offered graphic design or you offered some sort of video editing, this will be huge in my next episode around this. But there is no need to advertise aggressively like we previously would have had to do. You have tools like Fiverr, you have tools like Upwork, which are freelancing services. If you haven't checked them out, they're in the they're in the description. They're an absolute golden source for people who are sellers and people who are buyers. Now, someone like myself, who's a podcaster, I would use these services quite a lot. I would often use them for his random other shit as well because I lack a lot of skills, if you haven't noticed already. And freelancing websites are fantastic for this. But if you are on the other side and you want to sell your service, the skills you have or the experience you've gained 
whether it's in a creative space like in freelancing so it could be as i mentioned video editing it could be logo design anything like that but there's also hundreds of other categories you're able to do this with zero cost to get up and going if you have a product and you're considering a product you have services like squarespace and shopify which are low cost and e- super simple super super easy to put together I'm not going to really get into the topics of, you know, selling products or drop shipping and things like this because, I don't know, I think it's been done 101 times. It's quite old and outdated right now. However, what I'm, I'm coming at this from an angle of the minimum capital you you need. So if you do have this idea or you do have a, a general approach, we have now the time for my last point and now we have the minimum capital that is necessary to get up and going. With that as well, there's been a new opportunity as well that I've really identified so over the last year, people were in lockdown, whatever, people were online and things like this. And then people said that, you know, e-commerce and stuff was already kicking off because people couldn't go into stores. Fair enough. But now people have become so used to shopping online or so used to getting their services online that this online model is now crystallized into our belief. It's literally what we do going forward. We don't even consider being in store or having to go outside anymore when all of these service industries of graphic design, editing, education, if you want to learn something or if you want to give education, which you can get paid for, it's all on demand and super accessible to penetrate into these different markets. You don't even need to have a big following to get off the ground with a lot of these things. Similarly enough with products, that idea that you have that would never make it on the shelf of a store, now you don't even need to get on the shelf of a store because no one else is even on that. You can create your own store and it's pretty accessible. So I wanted to discuss the numbers around this as well. So as I mentioned, you know, there's no upfront cost to get set up on a freelancing website like Fiverr or Upwork. With Fiverr and Upwork, the fee that they take is 20%, okay? Which is pretty, pretty reasonable, you know what I mean? Um, like if you're offering some sort of service and this could be range from anything, bear in mind, this could range from writing CVs to pretty much anything and they're taking 20%, it's pretty low cost. In terms of Shopify, which is your all-inclusive e-commerce platform, it's $29 for the month, and I've used that platform for a couple of months, and I think it's pretty it's pretty good value. There's, there's another model, which is like $75, but I wouldn't necessarily encourage that. And then Squarespace, which I've used for my podcast, um, I think it's pretty intuitive. If you check out my website, you'll see like how it's kind of simple, it's kind of minimal, it's clean. That's kind of what I like when it comes to... Um, websites in general it's only 17 euro for the month for the business version and that's what i use with um with my thing is technically a blog but i use it for that for that instance as well all right the last point and one of the most important which complements point one and complements point two is the economic outlook economic outlook that i have as well as other people who are way more intelligent to me okay so firstly i want to touch on a research paper that i've read came out start of january which is really substantial it's from the world bank so it's pretty you know it's pretty legit it's not like some like random guy on reddit made it and i'm looking at the global economy figures the recovery how 2021 is much more of a recovery year than obviously the damage that happened in 2020 and why i think that this has changed people's opinions consumers kind of approach towards services generally everything in general so kick off the global economy as a whole is set to expand by four percent in 2021 this is largely due to vaccine deployments and development as a whole as well as that you have us gdp is forecasted to expand by three and a half percent in 2021 
after a estimated contraction of 3.6% in 2020. So you see the differences there. In the euro area, output is anticipated to grow by 3.6%, following a 7.4% decline in 2020. So there's a big gap there in how much is declined and contracted versus how much is going to grow. But that presents more opportunities and it shows there's a recovery element in there. East Asia and Pacific as well, the growth in the region is projected to accelerate by 7.4% this year, which is pretty fucking mad to be honest. I did hear that China recovered really well, pretty much was able to get back to like nearly almost regular 2019 levels last year, but that's because it's China and they can just do crazy shit, so it's pretty uh, it's pretty mad to see how it got back so quickly. So as a whole, this growth gives me a lot of confidence in the economies to ramp up on the side of business in anticipation for the growth. And what I mean is, you know, if you have an idea that you were considering and you're putting on the long finger because of the fact that, you know, COVID kind of screwed everything last year. Well, now I think that we're in a kind of a growth phase. And with that growth phase, if you could position a good product or a good service, this will just grow with the recovery over time, you know, and if the economy in the in Europe or if it's your product is being sold into Asia or US is also continued to grow over this year well then you're you've positioned yourself nicely in this kind of phase so I think that's really important to look at where the recovery is coming from you can do your own research into it as well because if you're selling a product you may want to tailor this to a certain industry or a certain sector but knowing that there's recovery coming down the line and especially with vaccine rollouts even though they have been kind of pretty poor at the moment it still gives you a lot of opportunity to think that okay, what I wanted to start can actually be um, can actually be rolled out effectively, and I can actually do this. Just to reiterate it back in the three points, so the time horizon is most applicable because this is your output you're going to be putting into it. You know you're going to be putting in the work. No one else is going to be really doing it for you. That alone is controlled. It's fixed as well as the minimum capital you need. You don't even need that much. You never really needed that much. I used to think that you did. I don't know. I always had it in my head. I think it was when I had my head around you know kind of more selling like large volumes of products that you needed like a thousand euro or two thousand euro when actually fact you actually don't need that at all you can start off pretty low-key pretty chill and it's fine and last point is the economy the recovery i think that it's a projected to recover quite well over next year it's going to be slow it's obviously going to be really slow and there's going to be like hurdles in the way but just because a lockdown is extended for another two weeks doesn't necessarily mean that the economy will never recover you know so that's my perspective these are my views you know that's as much as I can, as I can say now thank you for listening to this podcast basically going forward I'm going to have another episode on this which will be 10 business ideas that you can leverage and you can use these are ones that I've looked into I've put a lot of research in this over the last week trying to find out you know how much money you can make from this is it viable you know what's the general kind of barriers to get into it and uh, yeah that's pretty much it if you do like the podcast like I said thank you you know it's always good if people actually kind of like it and things like that because that's kind of the whole point of why i'm doing it so people actually learn <laughs> people learn shit from it but yeah if you could share the podcast on instagram that'd be really cool keep that moving traffic going as much as possible and uh yeah so i'll see you in the next episode hope you enjoy this episode and uh thank you for listening